0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Uh, Folks, welcome back. What we're going to be chatting about um, today is a different form of content creation. It's actually the type of content you're listening to right now. Why the hell did 1.5 million of you guys decide to follow me? I have no damn idea, but I'm glad you did because this podcast has been one of the largest sources of my personal business. I can tell you guys that without a doubt... um, You know, when I was, I'm not doing video services for real estate agents anymore. So I want to make that very clear. I'm no longer doing video marketing, but I do have a software you guys can play with us in. And uh, we'll talk about that later. However, um, if I never had a podcast, I never built an audience. And my prior real estate marketing dude business as a video marketing company would never existed. The podcast and a podcast in general, it's a form of content, you guys. It's a form of media. And so many people right now are like, I got to create videos. I got to create videos, a form of content. Okay, it's just another form of media. And everybody, as long as you work for yourself and you have your own damn business, you're running a business. And yes, the answer is you do need to start creating content, whether that's video, whether that's podcast. I don't give a fuck what it is. But if you're not creating content, someone else is and you're going to be out of business. The building a personal brand is everything, especially in a real estate related business. And if you don't have a brand, you don't have a business. You're just a salesperson chasing a check. So what we're going to be chatting about today because we got my boy Trevor Holdem here, and he's going to be walking us through the power of podcasting. I see these questions pop up all the time. Should I get a podcast? I'm a real estate agent. Should I not get a podcast? So what would be the strategy if we were to create a podcast as a real estate agent or a lender? Is it worth it? Is it not? We're going to find out. Without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest, Trevor. Trevor,
1: what is going on? How are you doing? Why don't you say hello, tell everyone who you are, and what have we learned today? Yeah, I'm a, doing excellent today, Mike. Thanks for having me on, on the show calling in from albany new york upstate new york out here finally got some nice weather 35 degrees which is nice that uh i was talking to one lady earlier today 70 degrees I'm like damn what do i kill for that i'm not going to see those temps till till may but with that uh-huh. said run a company called podcasting you podcasting why are you been doing it probably since 2017 been in the podcasting space since 2015 Seen all the ups and downs within the space and yeah just help people personally brand themselves within the podcasting space Love it.
0: Let's get into it. I get a question all the time about this. Um, Like, hey, should I start a podcast? Should we we do this podcast? And what we're going to do is you do this for all kinds of industries, correct? Correct. Okay. So let's keep it. We'll try to keep it uh, focused for the real estate people like the, how would a real estate investor, a a mortgage lender, real estate agent. And honestly, this doesn't go for any local service-based business. If you're referral-based, it's the same thing. Right, it doesn't matter if you sell houses or vacations. I could care less. Your referral base. You need to build a personal brand. People know who the hell you are. Now, how do you like? How is an agent or someone in the real estate space with that in mind? What and why would they want to create a podcast for?
1: Well, I'd say one, just generating brand awareness for who they are. People think that it's cool if you have a podcast. If you're say a real estate agent in your local market, I'd say my market as an example in Albany. You have a podcast, and all you're talking about is the real estate market in Albany. What's going on? Are houses is appreciating? Is value going down? You know, our market here in Albany is going to be a little bit different than some of the other parts in the country, like where I was in Massachusetts, where houses here don't appreciate it as much. Where are in Massachusetts, you know, you could double your price in in four or five years, pretty ridiculous out there. So one is just building that brand awareness, and then like you mentioned earlier in the show, taking the video content from your interviews that you do, whether you are doing it with a guest or whether you're just doing it by yourself, typically on like a 30 minute interview, there's so much content that you can take. And I find that when it comes to social media, it's hard for people to sometimes just sit down and try to write, you know, copyright different social media posts. So when they can take an interview and they can either send it off to like an editor or whether they can do it themselves. I know for me, I just send it off to an editor and then they can create anywhere from five to 10 social media posts. And then I can go out there, and promote it. And people are like, wow, like, look at this guy. He looks super professional. I trust this guy. I want to use this guy as my real estate agent versus totally say your older real estate agent. Maybe their website sucks. Maybe they don't have any content that's out there. Like I don't know anything about this person, but now someone comes to your website looks professional. You have all these videos, you have this podcast, people can check you out, find out more about you. And you're just building like all that credibility and trust. And even if you're in your local market, yeah, you might not get a, like a ton of people listening to your podcast, but you might become big in your local market. Doesn't mean you need to become big nationally, but just in your local market, it's gonna be super beneficial. And then if you are a real estate coach per se, then you can obviously go, you know, across the entire yeah. US, you know, that and sell makes- your service. But local, I mean it's a it's a game changer. And you think of there's only so many real estate agents I see doing this in their local market, and it doesn't have to be like something you do every single day but maybe something you do once a week, once a month, even I probably want to go more than once a month because mo- some people just lose traction, but the show, you just do a monthly recap of what's going on in the area, what our house is selling for, what are you noticing in? And then people start to look at you as the go-to leader. And again, you're just building that reputation and building that brand.
0: Yes. Yeah, so like, we're talking about positioning, right? And let's just here, let's just play this out. All right. Um, Two real estate agents. I'm just going to pretend I'm selling a house. I'm, I'm going to hire two real estate agents. And I come across two, and I you know, I don't have anyone I'm referred to. I'm new in a market. I'm going to see two different people, right? I got my, if you guys are looking at this on video, I got my hands up. All right, two different people. Agent one is what you expect a real estate agent to be. You go to their website. They got like their suit and tie on, their professional site. You go to their about page. There's the, fam- there's the family shot. You know, um, they help people buy and sell real estate, right? and you're like great great you're just pretty much what i expect now i go to agent b agent b has a podcast his podcast is up on his website it's multi purpose there's videos all over from all the co- clips that trevor is talking about multi purposing here and if two people were to land on two different websites i can tell you that the experience i know this and 100% is the experience is different and even though no one might ever have listened to the podcast the fact that someone has it says you're legit, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And then being able to use your podcast as a way for your social content is a really good idea. I did it for two years because and it just filled in. That's where Reels came in, right? But you got to get those big polio players because anything you do on video, especially like with a mic in, you just look like you know what the fuck you're doing, right? Like, look at this video right here. If you guys watch this video, got this mic. Look at me. Like I could be like this. This video is like, I could be talking about blocks, right? But the positioning of what you're doing, he's exactly right, guys. It's really powerful. People start to paint you as more important than you really are. <laughs> uh, it's it's legit. Talk to me about the um, short form content off the podcast and I want to get more into like topics, but uh, I want to touch on that because I think that's important. Multi-purpose in your podcast, if you're not doing it, I don't think there's a point to have one to begin with. Uh, what's your opinion on that?
1: yeah no you got to be doing it i mean it's just when you look at when you're trying to brand yourself obviously you have the podcast within itself and that's what you're trying to do but you're just leaving all this sort of content that's out there whether it's you being on the whether you having your own podcast and just you being on your own and creating all the social media clips whether it's having a guest on the show you're creating clips for them and then they're sharing those clips with their audience and now you're getting more recognition but Yeah, know you definitely got to be doing it and i would say pretty much all platforms, when you're thinking YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, I think a lot of people are still hesitant on TikTok, because it's just more newer. They think it's more for like teenagers. But I've seen a ton Mm -hmm. of podcasters put their put their content on TikTok, and have it go viral, get tons of leads from it. So that's like another sort of, you know, I'm obviously older, Mike, you're older. So it's not something we really grew up with. But for the younger generation, that's really how they're consuming content now. So why miss the boat on that opportunity? Not to say that, a sixteen-year-old is going to be your ideal real estate, you know, client. But per se, maybe there's a twenty-five or twenty-six-year-old first-time home buyer that finds you on it. They know that you're in their area. Now all of a sudden, they decide to hire you because you create this cool social media content. And and if you say, oh, I don't have the time to do it, there's services you can go out there and hire. It's not going to be, you know, if you want to pay a pretty penny, it's probably going to be better. If you want to go cheap, you could go through like the Upwork, Fiverr route. It might not be as great, but at least it's just something that you're getting created and done. So yeah, I, I definitely recommend it for everyone. I mean, you're just wasting, I mean, you're spending 30, 60 minutes on a podcast interview to begin with, plus all the prep time and different things like that. You know, why not just take that video content and produce it even further? Because you want to be like pretty much everywhere that you can all the time. Yeah. So you're constantly in the back of people's minds. Yeah, I don't
0: even think it matters what you're doing. Like, I, I know it doesn't matter what you're doing on video because there's like, you know, for organic, I don't think it matters, period. Like you just have to be consistent on organic right now, Uh paid like video and you're running ads with it. And yes, those are scripted Those a very well planned out. There's a strategy behind it. But from organic and, and here's why, guys, is like Trevor, do you remember any videos you saw yesterday?
1: Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: neither do I. But like, but, you know, you saw people, right? You know, like yeah, I know exactly. who I saw people on video, but I have no fucking idea what the hell they're talking about. Right. But I just know I seen their face. If uh, it's present, like there's an article the other day that came out like Gary V posts 250 pieces of content a week. And I was like, holy shit, how the hell am I going to do that? Well, dude, he's multi-purpose, and he probably has like five to 10 core pieces of content he creates. And then his team cuts him up and like what Trevor and I are talking about right here. Um, yeah. And, and you have to post it. it. And guys, TikTok, like I'm seeing people get big, big deals off TikTok. It's not a little kid platform anymore. There's there's people on there. It's legit. I'm not on there really. I don't like it, but. Um, If you're on TikTok, you need to be on TikTok. Um, One more tip, then I want to have another question for you. Don't take like your content and like not put it anywhere you're at. So like don't go on TikTok if you're not on TikTok. It's not going to work anyways. Like if you're not constantly on TikTok, don't just go post a video there. And There's no point. It's not going to grow, right? You have to be engaging on the platforms you're posting your content. And the ones that you engage with are where these videos would go, um, you know, so for what it's worth. Trevor, let's talk about some topics. You hit something interesting. So I was I was thinking about this. Like, how do we what's the cadence? What's the frequency of a local based business like that? And you said it earlier, and I want to touch on this. You said I would probably go like once a month, is what you said, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I'd probably go once a month. If you're really feeling it, you could probably go about once a week. But I find that when you're talking more local, maybe you don't have as much updates, but you definitely don't want to go like, and I'm sure you've seen podcasts, they do an episode say today and then they do another episode three months from now and then maybe four months and then maybe they do you know three all in one month the following the following month, and they're just all over and sporadic your audience wants to know exactly when the podcast interview is going to be coming out so you might say this interview is going to come out the last friday of every month or this interview is going to come out every wednesday at 8 a.m pacific or eastern whatever time zone you're in and you just want to be very consistent so that way your audience has something to look forward to because i mean there's a million two million podcasts that are out there like if you're not consistent they're just going to move on to a yeah. different podcast no matter even if they really enjoy it they're just going to have no idea when you're going to be producing it so it's hard to build a following like that i know for myself when i'm listening to podcasts the ones that i always stick to they have a very consistent schedule i know hey this podcast is coming out on tuesday i can listen to it on wednesday wednesday i can listen to it on thursday so i have it to look forward to but if you don't build that people are just going to be like i have no idea when this podcast is going to come out That's, very- I, don't, I don't care about it anymore It'd be like days of the lot, days of our
0: lives not coming out at the same time every year. Like housewives across America be fucking flipping out. Right. Like imagine like, like it'd be almost be like <laughs> when I moved to California, it's funny because uh I'm from Chicago. So football on Sunday starts at noon. Not, not when you move to California. You move to California, football starts at 10. And for like six months, my whole world was fucked up, right? And I'm like, dude, why? Why? He's gotta start in that. That's cadence, you guys. So you have to, uh, if you're going to set a date, you have to stick with it. And that's true with anything. Like your podcast isn't going to get any love for how long would you guess? For three to five months?
1: Could be that. Could be a year. Could you be know, a year. And that's, and that's why people quit is they think yeah. they're going to go into it. And obviously there's podcasts that do are successful right off the bat, but typically they've built a the following beforehand. And then now they're dipping their toes into the podcasting space. I mean, it could, again, you're talking a year, maybe two years before you really start to see some traction. And that's why people they'll start off. They're like, Oh, I want to start a podcast. Let me go out and do it. They get so pumped up. They go out and do it. They do it for, you know, I don't know, 10 weeks or t- let's say a year. And they're like, Oh, I only have like five listeners on my show. Eh, it's not, it's not worth it. And then they're just stop, stop doing it at that point. Again, yeah, you can make a lot of money on the podcast, but it has to be very consistent with what you do. And you got to know you're in it for the long haul. I mean, the easy part within the podcasting space is going out there and, and guesting on people's podcasts. That's just, you know, that's an easy way to get started. But when you're starting your own podcast, you control all the content, which is the benefit of it. But again, it takes, you know, it could take at least a year or two. And I don't want to dissuade anyone. You just got to know you're going to be in it for the long haul. You can't just start it as a passion project because it's going to. You know, might not see the benefits of the rewards as soon as you think it's going to be,
0: and that's like such a good point. And this this is true on anything with personal branding, you know. Um, very well, uh, said because you're not going to get results, and it's that's why so many people don't do it, and mm-hmm. they don't last. It's not that you weren't going to get results; you just never know how close you were, and then they they just peel off, peel off. Um, much like this, guys, it's ten years on the show, ten years. 2014. And I've missed the most amount of shows this year because I was pivoting my own business. But before that, it was consistent every Saturday, every Saturday, every Saturday, every Saturday. When I don't have a show, I record myself. if I don't have a guest, but I'm you got to be so consistent on when you say you're going to publish. Otherwise, you don't have a show. If the news stops coming on at 10 PM every night, it's not the fucking news anymore. Right? Um, does there any SEO value like search engine value when you have a podcast because you're getting a lot of love and you get a lot of good link backs from like Libsyn, iTunes and all these other authority sites. So, uh, can you talk on that at all?
1: Yeah, that definitely supercharges your SEO. I find one yeah, getting those, you know, the links back to your site is definitely super helpful when someone's putting together a podcast interview title for the episode. I find that I want to throw it like I use a tool called SpyFu. You can use this tool like a ahrefs, SEMrush, any of those SEO tools, and I'll put it in there and see what it spits out to me. And that's when we need the title of the podcast to make it very SEO oriented. And then there's trans- transcription services where you can embed the full transcription of the interview onto your website, and that's just going to be juiced up with SEO content. You could put the whole transcription, but I find just embedding it typically the website's going to load a little bit faster. It's going to have better page times and different things like that. But yeah, it's, it's just going to juice it up. I mean, and again, you might not see it right away, but I know from our end, from just doing in the podcasting space, throwing the transcriptions up there, I mean, it, it really grows your, I mean, it, and it's SEO. I mean, again, it might take six months for you to start to see the impact on the SEO side of it. But the more you're consistent and you can think, I know like you, Mike, you've been doing it for 10 years you know, over the course of a time, you can start to see the spike of the SEO, you can start to see the listenership start to go up. And again, the longer you do it, the more often you're going to see these results. Yeah, but the SEO component is super beneficial. And I think with that, and again, I go back to the title, not just throwing anything up there, making it like specific an SEO rich keyword. And I mean, I could go all, all day into like, you know, how to find the different keywords, whether the keyword difficulty, the search volume, different things like that. But just for this conversation, just make sure you at least have some sort of search volume behind that keyword. So like, you know, mine, you know, let's say hypothetically the title of the interview today, like the benefits of podcast guesting and podcast guesting is going to be that keyword. Obviously the long tail keywords, the benefits of podcast guesting, podcast guesting, you know, maybe it's getting 200, 300 monthly searches per month. So then now you're putting that in the title. And then the interview says all about podcast guesting as an example, then it's going to be talked about all throughout the transcription and it's really going to juice up your SEO content. So in a nutshell, that's how it would, how it would work. But yeah, you definitely want to just do the benefit from the SEO standpoint of it.
0: Very cool. I think most people want to come on this show just for the link backs. I'm pretty positive. Uh, most people, when they come on here, I know what they want. They want to either pitch their service or they want to come on and do like the link backs. And I understand you want the link backs um, all guys. And I say, yes, as long as you have good shit. Yeah. Um, I think that that's really cool. Let's go into some topic ideas for them. And then I think we get wrapped up because I think people are going to, what am I going to talk about for 30 minutes? First off, it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. Um, That's just a number. I think we threw out. I've seen podcasts at 10 minutes, 15 minutes and all Mm -hmm. of that. It just needs to be consistent. Right. So um, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to spitball. Let's do like a branding session. This will be fun. Um, Let's think about some ideas they can have. Now, personally, this is my opinion. I don't know if it's right or wrong. It's fucking right. Damn it. Um, (laughs) I would theme the podcast to your personal brand. So, for example, uh, let's just say uh, just a guy, came. In, I branded him a while ago, and he comes to mind, and he used to rescue dogs. So, every house he sold, he would sponsor a dog. So, my podcast would probably be called uh, Man's Best Friend or best, something Backyard. Um, like, let's just say the San Diego dog house or something like that. Right. So I would theme it towards dogs, but every month what I would feature would be the best place to take your dog hiking, uh, the best dog friendly restaurant, uh, because it's still real estate, it's still community. So you need to be a tour guide, but I would go after a dog, like in San Diego, dog friendly shit in San Diego. Like you, you you need to theme it still and match it to your personal brand, if that makes sense. And I'll give you guys a couple more because you can't just be like, here's today's market update. Here's this and that, because you're going to go to Zillow and I'm going to get that information in five seconds, looking at a graph. I don't need to listen to a 15 minute podcast for it. However, a real estate agent or even a lender doesn't matter. You're still a local community based. So as long as you're talking about community, you're always reminding people what you do for business. So let's do another one. Um, Let's say somebody's a workout fitness, health buff. We'll take the same concept. I'm going to do San Diego. This is where I live. Um, Uh, If I was a health fitness, and let's just say that I'm all into working out, well, I'm going to create a series. I'm going to publish once a month, and every month I'm going to have a format. I'm going to do, okay, I'm going to do the top hiking spots. I'm going to do the record-setting healthy trends of the month, and then I'm going to feature and focus on all of the organic and healthy uh, non-meat-eating places, for example. As a matter of fact, I'd probably have some of those fuckers on my podcast. I would interview them. But I'm theming it out, right? Does that make sense? Or am I talking too fast?
1: Yeah, no, that yeah, no, that definitely makes sense. I could definitely see that aspect of it. But yeah, it definitely has to be your personal brand. When you think about it, I mean again, I know we talked touched on it briefly, but there's like two million podcasts out there. Why is someone to listen to your podcast over another podcast? You gotta make it specific. If you're just gonna start a podcast as a real estate agent interviewing other real estate agents on how they became successful, there's that's been done before. What are you yeah. going to do that, to make it more interesting? What are it's going to be I the meat one. and potatoes on it?
0: I got a good one for a lender. What do you think this would work? Well, so let's pretend you're a mortgage broker. What do you really fucking do for a living? You crunch numbers, right? You give people the mm-hmm. lowest monthly housing payment. So what if you had a monthly show that was nothing about the best deals of every month? That would probably work.
1: You yeah. could yeah, literally just, you could, you
0: could literally just <laughs> budget crunch and go like, this is the best plate, the cheap, basically you're you're going to sell like, This is the cheapest place to go eat this month and feed a family of seven. So basically the biggest bang for the buck. And you would have plenty of content because that changes every month, right? So you would just, you would theme it out per month. Think about Christmas, like the best places to go buy gifts, duh. And then you could literally talk about, and you could call it like budgeting San Diego.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you're making it specific to your location so people know, and then they, and then yeah, you're just talking about that. And then you briefly mention, hey, you know, I'm so and so lender. Today's episode, we're talking about this. And then maybe put a spiel halfway through the podcast. If you're looking for, I don't know, mortgage, looking to refinance, looking for your next house, you know, contact me. The, you know, then you go back to whatever you're talking about. End of the podcast. Thank you so much again. You know, if you're interested yep. buying a house, contact me. Something, you know, something like that where you're That's... pitching your service, but people aren't thinking of you as like your only. Trying to, you know, you're being like over salesy with your podcast, and it's not going to be like an infomercial for 30 minutes.
0: Here's the key, guys, is that your content doesn't need to tell people what you do, it needs to remind them what you do. Big difference. I don't no one here you, you know what my business is. Most people don't, but I have a marketing podcast full of stuff that is marketing ever. And then once in a while I'll slip you guys an offer. Right. So like, if you don't have to, you have to remind people what you do for a living. You don't need to tell them. But he's right. If you start talking about you should buy a house, and this is why, like, no one wants to listen to a podcast about telling me why you should buy a house. Like that might be the most boring podcast I think of all time. You might win the Guinness Book of World Records with that one, because you run out of shit to say in what three months.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if someone wants to figure out how to buy a house, they can just go on Google, type in how to how to buy a house, and there'll probably be an article. I'm sure, Zillow's right up there. They can go through it Ooh. and pull it right then and there.
0: I had one actually, this is such a good, and she never took the concept. So I'll be happy to share it. This um, is a realtor. And she had a really, she wanted, it was, it would have worked. She just never did it. And she, she wanted to do a, a, a podcast nationally um, about the craziness of real estate. So what it was an interview story, but about the craziest shit they seen. So a haunted house interview from a listing agent mm. selling so a house where someone got triple murdered in um, the house that, uh, like a water hole opened up in the middle of the basement, like the craziest, craziest stories, real estate, which was interesting. Like that would, I think that one had legs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, I know I'd be interested. I think that. we
0: called it humor house. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was. I think we named the show humor house. Now I think of it it was years ago, humor house. It was like, it's just the funniest, crazy lo- things that real estate, what they don't show you like that would have been fun. Um, But you see where we're going guys. Is like, you got to sort of like think outside the box a little bit. Right. And once you have that theme, isn't it a lot easier to create content?
1: Oh, yeah, no, certainly. It definitely makes it easier. And, and then again, you're, you know you're not just creating the cookie-cutter content that everyone's going out there and creating your – again, everything's going to be crowded. People are starting their podcasts. There's probably people in your own market already started the podcast. Again, what can you do to make yourself stand out against the crowd? And again, like we've touched on, this is you know, some great examples. Um, so we touched
0: on what? There's SEO value. Social media content, brand authority, brand positioning. Folks, any form of media is good. And there's not really an option, I don't think. I mean, you gotta do media, whether it's a podcast, whether it's video, whether it's this. I just think you you have to do it. Um, Trevor, why don't you give us your uh final tips? Anything else you wanna mention here? And anyone who's struggling, maybe with a podcast. Um, should I do this? Should I do this? What are your what are your final thoughts?
1: Yeah, I'd say one, you know, if you're on the fence, should I start a podcast? Should I, what's the benefit of this? I can guarantee you competition's already doing it, already thinking about it. So if you're not doing it, they're going to be doing it and they're going to be the ones to get the like up. And then two, I find the number one reason people don't start a podcast is a, I guess it's twofold. One, uncomfortable. And then two, not sure exactly what to do. Of course, it's going to be uncomfortable. You've never done it before. And there's free YouTube tutorials out there or you can go on Udemy, purchase a course for like 20 bucks you know, learn exactly how to start your own podcast, or you can outsource it again, Upwork, Fiverr, different platforms like that. There's, you can look up podcast editing companies. There's tons out there, podcast coaches, tons out there. So there's really no excuses other than you just, again, coming over that anxiety. And obviously it's probably going to suck. You're probably going to suck the first couple episodes. It's just going to be normal like anything else. But the more times that you do it, the more comfortable you become. Think about like, if you're going to the gym the first time, you have no idea what to do but then you've been going to the gym six months, a year. Now you know exactly what to do. You know what weights to lift, you know exactly how much to lift with those weights exercises to do. Similar to like a podcast, the more that you exercise, the better you get at it. So yeah, I would say those are really the last two pieces of advice that other people are going to be doing. There's going to be other realtors in your space. And I'm just giving an example of the realtors. There's probably other ones out there that are going to be creating content either this year already creating content. So how can you compete with them and not fall behind? And then two, start your own podcast. Just, you just got to do it. You got to be consistent with it. Understand it might take a little while, but you're really going to reap the benefits at the end of the day.
0: Yep. Anything you guys do in content creation, just know that you're, you always have to multipurpose the content. It goes create, distribute, and then multi-purpose. Um, and as long as you follow that formula, I'm a firm believer that no matter what you do in form of media, it's always going to pay off eventually. Because uh, the most, the biggest assets you have uh, in anybody is is your personal brand. It's not your bank account. So um, personal brand is recession-proof, folks. Remember that. So uh appreciate it, dude. Great time. Why don't you tell people where they could uh, reach you if they want to learn more about what it is you do? Why don't you tell them it is what you do?
1: Sure. So we work with folks primarily like the real estate space to go out there. And our service is either getting our clients booked on podcasts, help them start their own podcast, editing their podcasts, different things like that been again been in the space since 2017 interested in working with us they can just check us out on our website podcastingyou.com just podcastingyou.com they want to get connected with me personally just check me out on LinkedIn or Instagram under my name Trevor Oldham and happy to connect and chat there
0: Appreciate you, man. Thanks, Trevor, for coming on. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Uh, Folks, check us out. Check out our new software we have. If you're looking to get in content creation, you need to check out Referral Suite. Referral Suite. We help you script. Not getting in the video side. We don't help you script. Um, we distribute your social content or we give you the content to create on social media, video email, and automate your direct mail each month so that you can take on a omnipresent channel approach, farming your database, your relationships, so they stop forgetting what you do and they start remembering who you are and more importantly, sending you their referrals. So check that out at Referral Suite and thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Do podcast. We'll see you all next week. Peace.